You're listening to a Joycast from GLBTIQ Community Radio Station, Joy 94.9. Ben Notes is our weekly jazz program going to air each Sunday night. That was a track called Prednisolone, the Alan Brown Quintet. Now, there's a reason I'm playing that is because in the studio right now, I've got John Scurry sitting next to me, and he's probably going to be a bit more, I don't know, qualified to to talk about Prednisolone, but for my my little summing up of that was that it was on, a, on an album that seems to be a bit of a tribute to a time when... Alan Brown was going through, I, I guess you could broadly say, medical difficulties. Would you say that, John? Uh, yes, Alan, uh, yes, Alan had, um, was a recipient of uh, a lung. He had a lung transplant. Yes. Uh, he had very bad emphysema for a number of years, yes. which prevented him from playing, actually. The titles on this Cyclosporin album are, mm-hmm. are drugs, I gather, yeah. And he made often made reference with naming tunes to, to that effect, and you know, and treating it lightly, and and sort of making, or well, making about art about his life. In the album, there's a there's a tagline that says that this this album was made possible because of uh, uh, an anonymous organ donor and the the staff at the Alfred Hospital. Hospital yeah. yeah, it's quite quite yeah. um, you yeah. know powerful sort of reading yeah. that on the inside of a, of an album cover. I, I'll I'll just uh, I guess introduce you a <laughs> little bit more form <laughs> yeah a, a bit more formally the the, the reason why so uh, John Scurry who's the other voice who we're hearing. I'm actually a, a little bit quite honoured to to have someone who's you know been in jazz for for so long sitting next to me in the studio. He actually played in the Red Onions, the band, the Red Onions band with Alan Brown, and where I guess we've got the honour of talking to you because of a concert that's coming up uh, later this week. But first, why don't we talk a bit about about you know your your journey? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Who we've got here? Yes. Well, I'm I'm still a baby at it, but um, <laughs> 50 years later or more. Um, well, my engagement with um, involvement with jazz is really uh, very connected to Alan because the the first real band I played with, yep. apart from sort of high school sort of playing around, was yep. was with the Onions when I met Alan one night at the. What was called the Caterina Cabaret, which is now the McDonald's in St Kilda opposite Lunar Park. Wow, I know and it. There was, yep, a, there was yep. a jazz gig up there on a fr- uh, Sunday night. So anyway, through that, mm-hmm. I sat in with the band, and a few weeks later, he, he actually took my number. And next next thing I know, I've joined the band. So it was wonderful, you know. And um, so over about a fifty-year-plus mm-hmm. period, we played on and off for a, a long, long time in different guises and different bands. Mainly his bands, of course, because. Um, he yep. was he was a leader of the Onions and he formed the band with um, Brett Eagledon, uh, who lives up in New South Wales and is still playing, and Bill Howard, who, who passed away in '96. And I came along a, a little few years later, but um, we you know we played for, for decades together. Am I right in saying he he was mostly on the drums? He, yes, was yeah, his, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but but you're still like he was still the leader of. of yeah, yeah, yeah. It was was sort of a bit of a yeah. It was. Um, was wasn't wasn't so strict, but um, Alan mm-hmm. was nominally mm-hmm. the leader. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for listening to a Joycast from Joy ninety four point nine. Find more Joycasts and show vlogs. Go to joy.org.au.
That was the Billy Goat Stomp by the Red Onions. Yes. Yes, on Bent Notes on Joy 94.9. Yeah. There was the sound of a goat all the way through that, <laughs> that piece. John Scurry, what, can you tell me a bit more about that goat? Did you have a, a goat? <laughs> uh, the goat masqueraded as a clarinet player, who was uh-huh. a very famous, <laughs> later very famous um, performer in, in a, a band called The Loved Ones. So uh-huh. In the yeah. 60s, a rock band in the yeah. 60s. Uh, that, so yeah, so when the Beatles sort of came through town mm-hmm. and music changed overnight, three of the guys in the band decided that's that stage a bit of a coup and leave. So that <laughs> we formed this group, and that was and the, the clarinet yeah. player who was making this. This yeah, is yeah, back yeah, in yeah, 1965. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Left the Red Onions, but that's I just put that in as, as instrumental of the Onions early days and whatever, because Alan's. We're talking about Alan. We're talking about his musicality and and his. He was a great, great drummer, very fine musician, made numerous recordings with very, very many, many groups and won numerous awards for his music. I threw that in because it was, you know, that sort of percussive sound he had of playing rhythmic, which there was something there always that never changed, Even and that's why hopefully he can play uh, a a really late recording from, the, you know, like a couple of years ago. Yeah. Just get get a sense of the same drive and and Mm -hmm. energy that was there, you know. It was amazing. Um, I'm... I'm absolutely loving listening to this. I'm also I'm I'm, I'm so honoured that you're here in, in the studio talking to me about yeah. it. Uh, and, and you're the same person who was on that recording back from uh, 1965. I, I actually want to even rewind even further. Uh, what got you into music in in the uh, first place? I was blessed with having an older brother who was into mm-hmm. music, of four years older than me, and who was collecting records in the early 60s. Uh, jazz music and blues mm-hmm. and delta blues, you know, mm-hmm. urban blues and, and delta blues and, and early jazz. And there was a, early jazz was very popular in the late 50s and early 60s, and sort of internationally in, in, in America and Europe and yep. here in yep. Australia. Yep. So through that, I just got to hear a lot of stuff. And then in those days, you either had a choice of becoming a jazzer or a rocker, you know. And rock and yep. roll then was pretty basic sort of stuff. It wasn't <laughs> like, it wasn't, wasn't like, it was a hip parade sort of thing, rather than what happened after the Beatles. So the more sophisticated of us, who wore duffel coats and liked to carry a, a pipe and smoke that, opted for jazz uh, and desert boots as well. Sorry. So that was through that, and then my first, I guess, my first encounter was really hearing the Onions because they were really popular, and they yep. were only a couple of years older than me, most of the guys. But when you see guys up on the stage, you think, oh, they're you know that much older and whatever. But anyway. I used to follow them. I followed them for a bit, and then next thing I was I was playing with them. So it was uh, pretty magical in that respect. You continued playing with Alan Brown for 50 years. On, yeah, yeah. In, in different bands, and we had different guys. As um, we had a uh, Alan sort of went in and out. He always maintained a, a very strong connection to the roots of of early jazz. It's evident in his playing and in his attitude to music. Um, um, so even up till very, very recently, or no, even recently he had a, a band with his wife, Margie Lou, playing down at um, Claypots in Ackland Street every Sunday night. And that Alan died just over a year ago. And they were still... And he was playing until then. Yeah. They, they were probably there for about three, three, two or three years or whatever. And still in that... And the band uh, is still going now without him, but Alan's daughter, yes, Haley yeah. is playing playing the washboard in the band. Uh-huh. So it was sort of a, a band which is basically a New Orleans jazz-based band. Mm-hmm. And so Alan kept that that connection all always, as well as playing very contemporary music uh, with um, people like Paul Grabowski and um, and um, Julian Wilson and, and mm-hmm. Eugene Ball and people like that. Um, yeah, that's a, quite a, a, a good way of sort of introducing what's coming up on Friday too, because yes. these are the yeah. same names uh, as the people who who are going to be featuring 
in an Alan Brown memorial concert. Tribute, yes. Yeah, a yeah. tribute concert yeah. for yeah. Uh, on Friday. Friday, yeah, the name. Um, yeah, and you were saying that the the format of of the night is that there's nine. I think I think roughly, yeah. Mm. Um, uh, and, uh, I think we get about 15 minutes each, probably, you know, two or three numbers, yeah, which is fine. And it includes uh, Alan Brown's widow uh, as well. Who Margie Lee's band, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're the last, last band on the, on the mm. evening, yeah. Mm-hmm. And also uh, the, the, the concert sort of sort of based around working bands. Al, Al had a thing about working bands. He felt the best bands were those bands which played together for a long time. They developed the best sound, like the yep. Miles Davis group and that type of thing and Louis Armstrong and whatever. Martin Jackson and Eugene Ball have organised this, essentially tried to get bands which were nominally sort of working bands uh, as much as possible. So the band I'm playing with, for example, is a band called Virus, which Alan used to play on occasion when our regular drummer couldn't do it. Uh, and Brett Eagleton, who was a Red Onions trumpet player, is coming down to play with us for that concert. So that's sort of that connection. And you, and you are still, I do know this, you're, you're still playing with Virus. Uh, yeah, yeah, we still yeah, play. We've, yeah. we've been playing around... Fitzroy, uh, Collingwood, whatever, for about 20-odd years. You know, you've been in the industry since the 60s, but you're still playing. Do you get nervous before a I'm performance? I'm nervous now. <laughs> <laughs> I've got three men staring at me. <laughs> yes and no, yes and no. Only when yeah. you're arguing with your instrument do you get nervous. You know, the instrument's not, not behaving itself or it says it doesn't like you today. It's, yeah. it's when you get nervous. Yeah. yeah. But no. And in your case, the the instruments are guitar and, yeah. and banjo. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What will you be playing on on Friday? I'll be nights? playing guitar. I, I'm essentially yeah. guitarist these okay. days. I started on the banjo, and I still play yeah. banjo. I actually do a gig on Wednesday night with playing some banjo, in a sort of New Orleans jazz context. So it, it depends on the genre. You know, you just sort mm-hmm. of fit it. Certain things are better in certain contexts. Let's talk about what's coming up next, which is the track you've actually chosen. He's not much, but he's. he's all he thinks about. That's right. Yeah, and, and that was the name of the album. And this is, mm-hmm. uh, I think, recorded in about 2005. Al, Al was one of those guys who who was a very funny man, fantastic on stage, just just ad libbing and stuff. Every time we make a recording, it always seemed to have a, a, a crazy song, you know, like this, which is sort of self-referencing, referencing and sort of self-effacing, you know, about life experience and whatever. And um, Barry Humphreys, I think, was a big part of that yep. in terms of growing yep. up, yep. seeing Barry Humphreys, hearing him and all that sort of thing. So I think that affected mm. Alan. Um, so anyway, this, it's just a, it's a, you know, it's a fun thing. Yeah. 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 And, it's and, and it's intrinsic to his music, and I think it's important to say that, you know, as well. But this is one. This is the. Uh, I mean, you may hate me, hate me for playing it, but never mind. No, no, no. <laughs> this is one of the uh, a lot, a lot later than than what we heard. Oh, yes, but we've always had this stuff yeah. all along. We did. Oh, no, yeah. We sort of yeah. did novelty numbers and all that sort of stuff in the old days. Mm. It's crazy. Mm. Things we do, he'd hate to think about now. It's like <laughs> I did. I never did that. You know. <laughs> but of course, we did. Uh, this is. He's not much, but he. He's all he thinks about. Thank you for listening to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Find more Joycasts and show vlogs, go to joy.org.au. Joy 94.9, radio that's out and proud. Joy. You're on Bent Notes and I'm Corey tonight and I've still got a little bit of John Scurry in the studio. And just before you go, we've been hearing a few Alan Brown tracks. Um, it was 
was that uh, you said he's not much, but he's um, he's about. Thinks about was that were you uh, also playing on that one too? Yes, I was yep. playing guitar. Yeah, Stephen Grant on the cornet. Joe Stevenson on the clarinet, Howard Cairns on the double bass, and Alan on the drums. When I say that, I'm reading it out <laughs> line by line, and that came off the top of your, your head. That's perfect. Uh, I would like to hear about the next track that we've chosen called Creole Rhapsody. The next, yes, the next uh, Creole Rhapsody was a, a Duke Ellington composition that was formed, I think, in 1928. And yep. when we were in London in 1970 with The Onion, we learnt it off the record. We didn't have sheet, no, we, no one read music really except yep. one of the guys, so we just listened to it and copied it. And it was a long piece, it was about 15 minutes long. And it's a lovely stanza, the last piece, which is what you're about to hear. We've recently started playing it again um, in the last maybe 10 years or so. And a few other bands have actually recorded it since we sort of brought it back to life. And this is the, the, probably the last rec- most recent one um, and recorded a few years ago with um, Julian Wilson, on, the great Julian Wilson on tennis X, and Sam Manning, great bassist, who just returned from New York after about five or six years back yeah. in town, great bass player. But true to the the, the same sort of energy you were yeah, saying. Yeah, it's, it's, the... it's a bit more quiet, but it's just mm-hmm. it's, it's an example of Alan's playing, which is in a different sort of territory. It's more contemporary territory. This is Creole Rhapsody by Alan Brown. <laughs> Joy 94.9 is a GLBTIQ community radio station in Melbourne, Australia. Support Joy 94.9 by becoming a member at joy.org.au.